and welcome to this week's edition of the Getting Ahead Podcast by David Mark Shaw, your weekly podcast on all things digital, technology, and what it means to you, the small business owner. We will have super smart guests and actionable insights each and every week to help you get ahead. Hi there, and welcome to this week's edition of the Getting Ahead podcast. This week, I'm really, really excited to be talking to Amy McManus from AM Marketing. Amy is another Kent-based business marketer who is doing fabulous things in the Kent space around the search um, and Google products, um, also with things like YouTube. She's also won many, many awards over the last couple of years and um, cannot wait for you guys to hear all of the sort of fantastic advice that she's got to tell us today all around uh, digital and in particular around those Google products. So welcome to the show, Amy. Well, hello. Well, thank you very much for having me. No problem at all. How are things? Good. Really good, thank you. It's going really well. Absolutely Fa- delighted to be on your podcast, obviously. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> so, Amy, tell us a little bit about um, AM Marketing, um, how it all got started, how long you've been around, and sort of what you guys specialise in. Okay, so um, I used to do the sort of the big boys marketing scene, so... I worked with brands like Amazon and Holland and Barrett and Harrods and did um, a lot of large marketing um, campaigns for those big brands around the country um, and also a bit in Europe and the US. And what I really loved most about that was the people and working with individual stores and working with um, the smaller businesses. But it was always about profit. It was always about making money. It was always about what the turnover was, what the person's retainer was. You can't do that for that person because they're not paying enough money. And I didn't really like that. And I didn't really see why we couldn't take what we did for these big multinationals and do the same for SMEs. So that was sort of a, a real passion for mine. Um, after that, I went freelance and did um, my, my own thing. I'd worked on a 14-month contract with DFDS Seaways and rebranded ferries for a bit. Um, so that was that was really exciting. Um, spending some time in Poland and dry dock, making sure that all of the ferries had their their branding done properly. No one makes ferries nowadays, really. They cost too much money, so you just sort of swap. So you may get a ferry that comes to you and say that it's come from Britney Ferries and they're renting it for a couple of years, and you have to make sure that every single logo that says Britney Ferries is then changed to DFDS, for example. So that was absolutely great and really fantastic experience. Um, and after that, it just got to a point where people wanted me to be a company. They wanted me to be associated with the name rather than just working as a freelancer. So I gave, gave a branding idea to um, a good friend of mine called Mark Ansel. He owns a print company in Sandwich called SPC Print. I said, oh, this is what I want my branding to look like. I basically just turned around and went, nah that's pants <laughs> have this um and in about 30 seconds you've taken the a and the, the famous a and m um pushed them together and said i really like this green have this green I'm like, okay fine yeah whatever <laughs> um the business cards are printed and that was the start of am marketing i've got to say i do uh, i do love that green it's um it's uh, <laughs> it, it really does stand out and it looks very contemporary oh thank you i love the green yeah and we've got a now that we've got the new office a whole wall, all our back wall is that green, so it's very bright. <laughs> F- 
Fantastic. Brilliant stuff. And so what do um, AM Marketing really specialise in on a day-to-day basis? Where do you do your best work for your clients? I think our best work is probably search marketing. Um, both me and our, our digital um, director, who's also my husband, Brad, um, we're both um, search marketing specialists and, and Google qualified. Brad has worked on projects and search marketing projects for clients like Disney, Citroen, um, Eurotunnel, very uh, worked on the very account as well. So, you know, we've got a, a lot of experience behind us. Um, and it's just, it's just great. We just love doing it. It's, it's very exciting. Um, and being able to take what we know with big brands and apply it to smaller businesses. I mean, we've got people that, someone that comes to us who, you know, has a small salon all the way up to these sort of big corporates that are going into Canada, US, Europe. The targeting is absolutely amazing. And gone are the days where, you know, you're blanket marketing to every man and his dog. You can be so specific about the area and the people that you target and, and, and really what I love doing is making sure that every single account is best spoke to the individual, best spoke to that company and their goals. Um, and every, you know, the, each budget we treat as though it's our own money. And um, so you don't just spend it, um, you know, frivolously. It, it's just really exciting. I mean, to be honest, when you get to get into the office, you realize it's just a bunch of Excel spreadsheets and a hell of a lot of code. Uh, but <laughs> on, on the outside, it looks, it looks pretty fun. <laughs> And it's something that I think sort of really confused a lot of small business owners for, for, you know, for a long, long time. We know that, you know, the majority of all journeys and all, you know, buyers journeys in particular start with a search. Uh, and I think as more and more small business owners are starting to realize that, I think it's the complexity of understanding how that beast of Google works um, and then how to get that. And it can, I think, would you, would you agree that Getting it wrong and trying to, you know, maybe even to, to start with, you know, trying to do these things themselves can cost small business owners an awful lot of money unnecessarily. Oh, completely. Absolutely. There's a saying that I like to say, if, I say, if you think it's expensive to hire a professional, wait until you hire an amateur or <laughs> <laughs> um, do it yourself. I mean, there's lots of tools such as Google Express and all these different platforms that allow you to spend a lot of money very quickly. Um, and, and putting things on certain matches such as broad match to just go after everything. And, uh, we had, um, for example, a lady a few months ago, she owned a massage parlor. Um, you could sort of maybe see where I'm going with this, but, um, she, it was very specific. She did hot stone massage, um, and, um, Swedish massage and Thai, very specific massages, but she bid on the word massage. I mean, the whole um, of Google is done on an auction basis. If you bid on a keyword, it, ch- it fluctuates in price, the same as it would in an auction. And she just bid on massage for everything. So that would mean that whenever the word massage comes up, she would be going after that keyword. So she was coming up for things like massage chair, um, you know, and, and, and other things, <laughs> which definitely weren't the customers that she was looking for. Um, so, and, and spending a lot of money, I think she's spending about four pounds a click on people then coming to her, her website. So it's very important to make sure you get someone who knows how it works, knows how to be specific and more importantly, knows how to go after the customers that are going to convert and, and then again, then book with you or buy your product. 
Absolutely. And there's been some, some recent changes, obviously, in Search. We had a little chat about it before we sort of uh, hit the record <clears> button. Could you sort of tell sort of the audience a little bit about what those changes are and how you believe that's going to impact you know, Search for Small Business Owners? Yes. Yeah, so what's happened is um, search marketing or what we sometimes call PPC or pay-per-click marketing, it's when um, you're typing a keyword into Google and making sure your website comes up. So, for example, um, you're a social media manager and someone types in social media manager in Kent and we'd make sure that David Shaw's website comes up number one. Now, what used to happen is you used to get um, advertising along the right-hand side of the page which doesn't happen anymore. So what has happened is you get four results at the top and that's it. Now that's great for the for the customer because it means that the page looks tidier, you haven't got these ads along the right-hand side anymore so it doesn't look as messy as it used to. But it does also mean that you now have more people that were appearing in the right-hand side now going after smaller amounts of space. So you've only got these four spots at the top now where you can have your ad. More people competing for less space means that either you really know how to be doing your job properly or you're going to be spending a lot of money to get there. So in terms of changing the industry, it's, I suppose it's good for the, good for people because it means there's less ads and it's, and it's not as messy, but it's harder for the, for the consultant or for the marketing manager to make sure that you get up to the top without spending loads more of your budget. Absolutely. I can imagine that's going to create a little bit more competition uh, around that. And do you see that now um, more as an opportunity as, as opposed to it, uh, being hard? I mean, to be honest, it's not really something that's affected us because we always um, aim for the top three spots anyway. Um, and if, if our ads don't appear in the top three stop, spots, we, we take the ad away um, because it's we just find better ways of spending the money and optimise the account so that it it can be spent more effectively somewhere else. So we haven't found um, we haven't found it's affected our accounts that we currently have. What it, we have found is that people have called us up and said, you know, I used to appear um, and now I'm not. What, what's happened? So it is it is affecting people already, and it is something that will, I think, create generate more competition in the future. Absolutely. Um, and in terms of the other side of sort of. Uh, Google's um, products and so on, the actual uh, organic search side of it. Um, mm. Now, obviously, they're being pushed down a little bit. Um, I, I, I don't think anything necessarily has changed in terms of what people need to be doing with SEO work, or is, am I missing something there? No, I mean, in, in terms of SEO, people always say to come to us and say, oh, we want SEO, and they say, do I do SEO or PPC? And it's kind of like, there is no either or. You should be doing both. Um, and I think it's a bit... Um, there's a bit of a confusion as to what SEO actually means. Um, because, you know, just by having a social media account linked to your website, that's technically, you know, you're performing your own SEO. You're making sure that your website comes up higher in the rankings. There's things, plenty of things that you can do to make sure that your website appears higher, such as having social media pages linked to your website. Um, Google always like it when you have a Google Plus page. Um, not that anyone really uses Google Plus, but obviously Google like it when you use Google products. Um, and, and, and making sure that your website is easy to use, that it has a good flow, um, that you can access any page within three clicks is normally a general rule that I would say. Um, so using both together, 
is is fantastic. And actually, if you if you've got a good SEO behind your website and a good SEO strategy, it actually makes your pay per click and your search marketing cheaper. Um, on in general, but if you want to get to the top quickly, I mean, a, a, a decent SEO strategy will have you there within probably about three months. Um, whereas PPC could have you there in an hour. Absolutely. And so, yeah, in, term, in terms of speed, PPC, <laughs> definitely search marketing is the way forward. And that's another thing that we talked about a little bit earlier is this need for small business owners. They, they, want, they want this haste. They want this, these quick mm-hmm. wins and so on, um, which, as we discussed, sort of thing, I don't really believe necessarily exists. But if for a small business owner that, that did, they wanted that quick wins, um, what, where would you think they needed to start in terms of you know, allocating their, you know, their, their, their advertising budget when it comes to sort of Google products? Yeah, I mean, I think it's different for different people. It, it depends on what they want. I mean, I've got one client who who does PPC purely because they want to, you know, um, come up against the competition and they just want to be there. Um, so, you know, we can make sure that they're there. Other people want it for brand awareness and other people really want, want sales from it. So I think depending on what you want depends on what we would advise your money's best spent. Um, in In terms of... Digital marketing PPC is is traditionally quite expensive, um, purely because it takes it takes more time to be managed properly, and also generally, you know, a lot of comp- uh, there's a lot of competition in areas such as retail, restaurants, um, finance. All, these are all terms that a lot of people are going after, um, and there's only so many searches, so that that ranks bumps the cost up. One of the best um, I suppose platforms we use at the moment is actually YouTube. YouTube is, is, is absolutely fantastic. It, it's, it takes less time for us to manage. So therefore costs less in management and it can provide some amazing engagement rates. The beauty of it as well is that no one's going to read anything. No one's going to actually do anything. You're, you're giving that person the video. We normally do it in what we call skippables. So a skippable, you know, the videos that play and you can skip them after five seconds. True view, isn't it? Yeah. True view ads. So you, True view ads are absolutely fantastic because you've got at least the five seconds there for that person to look at your logo, look at your brand and be introduced to it. But if you skip, if the person skips before 30 seconds, you don't pay anything. I mean, 29 seconds, that's a lot of time for someone to be potentially watching your video. Whereas if they skip at 29 seconds and don't watch the, the whole ad, you, you don't pay. Even if, even when you do pay, it's around about five to eight pence per, per view. So you're not talking huge amounts of money here. Um, and generally great engagement. You can get people clicking through to your site. Um, and a lot more people and you can target it the same way that you would target, um, target PPC. So you can target to a certain area, um, someone's gender. And also the video that they're watching. So we're launching a new music artist at the moment. So we're going to put his video on on videos of a similar genre of music. So you know that you're targeting people that are gonna gonna like that type of music. They like similar things, and it's likely that they're gonna then become a fan or visit their website or um, like their social media page. 
That's absolutely it's fascinating. That. <laughs> it really is. Uh, I, I wasn't even aware, to be honest with you, about the, sort of the 29 seconds. Mm. I mean, you, you mentioned a really key point and right at the very start of that, which I, I loved, which is kind of the, you mentioned about logo in the first five seconds. And like you say, mm. even if that's all it is, it's an, you know, a logo impression. And yet that that's, could be free effectively because if they do skip it, you know, before that it, or immediately as a skip, that's still the fact that that, that, that impression still counted without being charged. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, they say that, a completely new customer that's never been introduced to your brand before should need to see it about seven times before they they make an action. So just to have that that logo there, and then possibly they might see your social media page, and then possibly they might see um, a PPC ad. You know, that's all about reaffirming your brand and introducing them to your brand. It's um it's really quite fantastic how it works, and obviously it works better if you're doing everything at the same time. But if you if you can only afford one thing or go after one thing, then I YouTube is just fantastic. No, I mean I've got a a nine year old boy and he's absolutely obsessed with YouTube and uh, <laughs> spends hours and hours onto it. And um, and so you know I know exactly what you mean. It's it's not an area that I've personally actually spent that much time into. And I know you're going to be talking about this next week at Social Day, and I cannot wait for your uh, for your uh, for your <laughs> talk on it because I think there's just so much to learn in this space. And yet it's been around for so long. Yeah. Um, and yet it's not a topic that I see many people really talking about. No, and it's 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 um one of those things that not many people actually do it. You get a lot of big brands investing in in YouTube and all of my clients, and then that's kind of it. <laughs> no, so it really is quite a, quite an opportunity in that sense. So just to understand this, Amy, are you guys, um, you and Bradley, are you are you helping produce these videos, or are you outsourcing that and working with other people? Yes. Yeah, so what we what AI marketing do is we've got the two directors, and then we work with a l- loads and loads of amazing freelancers. And they're people that I've worked with in previous jobs or I've been introduced to through networking. So we've got a couple of videographers. We've got designers, um, graphic designers, um, oh, photographers. They're just amazing set of people because everyone's got their own speciality. And even if you say you're a videographer, it doesn't mean that you're, you know, you can do everything. We've got one videographer who's very good at sort of the flashy stuff um, and animation for big brands. We've got another one who's good at sort of the bloggy, um, fly on the wall type of stuff. So depending on, uh, on the, on the client, we'll sort of say to these videographers, okay, this is what we want. This is what we want it to look like and, and choose one based on what's going to suit the brand best and suit the brand image and suit the client. Cause it does, it does depend, but yeah, it's all, we, we work with, we bring the videographers in to create the content. Um, and then, and then it all gets put onto YouTube and yeah, the rest is history. I think with particularly with YouTube, it works best. I mean, some people come to us and they say they already have the videos there. They have the content that they want to use with YouTube. It is best to follow sort of the set standard of, of how many seconds it should be around about 35 seconds long. Um, and also having that proposition and your logo within the first five seconds is very important. So if it doesn't follow those, those guidelines we sort of take a step back and say okay well this isn't going to work but we're going to we could edit it like this and, and that sort of thing it, it definitely works better if the video suits the platform that we're using 
Absolutely. And I think that video is, is certainly something that, you know, it, we've, there's been a lot of promise about video. I think maybe 2016 is the year that video is now starting to deliver and people are starting to realize visual content is, is what is getting people's attention. Uh, is there, um, um, almost a, a, a play here where you've got to try and with, like you say, within that first sort of five, six, seven seconds, you've almost, you've got to, it must be a real skill in trying to get people's attention, um, in such a short space of time. Yeah, I mean, it, that's kind of like the most exciting bit. Um, and that's why it's so important, I think, to pick one, to pick the right videographer, then to pick the right music, and then to pick the right voiceover artist. So we've got a few voiceover artists, um, and they're all different, and they're all um, from different backgrounds and have some have husky voices, some have, um, oh, sort of posher voices. Um, and it's depending, and sometimes we do a test. So we'll have set the same video running, but with different voiceover artists or with different colours or targeted towards different people and see which one's most successful. So generally, um, as a really general rule of thumb, um, you know, if, if, if you're selling a car, you'd probably pick a male voice um, and direct it towards male people. But if you're selling a, 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 a maybe a Fiesta or something that's more traditionally um, females buy, you'd have a female voice um, and use different colours. So and it, is, it is kind of like a psychological game, I suppose, in, in going after what, what's most attractive to each gender and each type of person. And also, we, you know, national dialects. If we're doing a national campaign we might use different videos for different counties and use a voiceover artist from that county. And that generally holds the attention more and people are more likely to go past the five seconds because they think, oh, I recognise that voice that, that, you know, that sounds like someone who lives next door to me. Um, so it's all about making it more relevant to that, that person that's watching the video rather than just giving someone, everyone the same video and blanket marketing when you're going to get less engagement um, and they're less likely to, to go past the five second mark. And I think that's the, the biggest change uh, for me, Amy, uh, right now is that tr- there, there must be many marketers that are sitting in small businesses that maybe have tr- used to try to do marketing even so, you know, seven or eight years ago, and it was a very different game. It's, it's mm. far more complex now. There's a lot more technology expected, a lot more knowledge and specialism that's expected from small business marketers today. Um, and I think this is where, you know, companies like yourself, where people, you know, yourself and Bradley are doing these fantastically complex and some of those examples you were giving there were, you know, the sort of things that not even myself would be necessarily thinking <laughs> about. Um, and, and yet I consider myself someone in this space on a daily basis, but that's what I'm saying. Sometimes you've got to go to specialists. And I think that's where AM marketing are really sort of, uh, you know, are leading the way. No wonder you're w- winning countless awards year after year. <laughs> For some of that, because it's such a complex uh, uh, and constantly changing subject matter, um, mm. and um, I, I think it's fantastic. Amy, if there was one thing that you could advise um, a, a small business owner today who was really looking to get started with with all of these products from Google, whether it be you know organic search or from an SEO perspective, PPC or YouTube, if they were really starting off right from the very very beginning, well, if there was one piece of advice you could give them, what's the uh, a quick win tactic that they could uh, you know, even just to get started and learning about this kind of stuff? Um, I'd probably say it depends how much time they have. <laughs> if they have a lot of time um, and knowledge about it, then and, and they want to learn more, 
then I would suggest to to read read a lot from there's loads of different opinions um lots of different you know there's marketing consultants that may not necessarily agree with what I've said today so you know there's to to have a good overview of everything and to read um and then also just go to some networking find find some digital marketers in the area sit down arrange one to ones arrange a coffee and just talk to them about what they advise and that'll give you a really good overview i think because they'll have their different opinions but there will there will be a general pattern that will emerge um and that and that will give you a really good idea of of where you want to go and what maybe perhaps what your business should be doing the main thing i would say is don't try and do everything <laughs> if you're just starting you know some might come up to you and say oh you need instagram facebook pinterest snapchat whatsapp you know all, all, and say you need everything and you need to do youtube you need to do ppc no do select a couple of things decide if you're going to have them in-house or if you're going to outsource them and make sure that they're done well and that's really important to, to and if you're going down a digital marketing route with either ppc or seo or youtube take one thing first make sure that it's working make sure that it's financially viable and that it is generating a return on investment then add something else then add something else you don't need to do everything all in one go um but also meeting people is the main is the important thing because once you get to the point where you want to start investing in more serious digital marketing and you want to do the things that require a specialist it's really important that you get on with the person um that's running your that's running it it's really important that you are you know you feel comfortable to ask them a question that you may think is silly um or, or and just ring them up whenever you want you know these you need to be able to make sure that they're not condescending and that you feel comfortable with them and you feel comfortable for them to run your marketing activity um and if you have that good relationship there then then you're golden <laughs> absolutely and you're an absolute fountain of knowledge when it comes to this stuff I mean, I mean i've genuinely learned from to, from today what sort of areas is it um you know I, I couldn't agree more with the sort of uh you know meeting down for coffee if somebody wanted to meet you uh and have that what sort of areas are you covering today Oh, what, in terms of geography? Yes. Or in terms of, yes. Um, well, pretty much anywhere, to be honest. Um, we, you know, we've got Skype, so we're always available for a Skype chat. Um, but we have, we have clients all over the country. It, it's digital marketing. So, you know, once you meet and you're happy to move forward, then, you know, we can send reports and everything can be done online. It's the beauty of the internet. We were in, um, a couple of, Years ago? No, last year. Last year we were in Peru for a couple of weeks and everyone still got their report on time. And, <laughs> um, yeah, we were running the show from, from the middle of Peru, which actually most places have Wi-Fi, which I didn't realise. Absolutely. Um, That's definitely so, the advantage yeah. of today's digital economy, isn't it? Exactly. I mean, we're based in the southeast, so we can always meet up in London or wherever's easiest for them. But, yeah, that's the beauty of digital. It, it can be anywhere. Absolutely. And where's the best place that people, if they want to learn more about yourself and AM marketing, where can we direct people to? Where can they find out more about you guys? Okay. So we've got our, we're on Twitter uh, at marketing underscore AM. That's also our handle for Instagram. Uh, or you can go to our website, which is www.ammarketing.co.uk. Um, or there's a Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash AM Marketing Kent. But you can find us, type in AM Marketing, and, you know, if I'm doing my job properly, we should come up top. 
<laughs> Fantastic. Absolutely. Brilliant. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, Amy. I, I could talk to you all day with a million and one questions. I really look forward to seeing you next week. And um, I'll make sure that we put all of the loose links into the show notes. Brilliant. Thanks so much, David. Lovely to talk to you. Lovely to speak to you soon. Bye.